0: Hello and welcome to Easy Operations, episode 58. This is the podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and games that we've been playing and watching. So my name is Ron, and as usual, I'm joined by James. How are you? Still
1: sweating, how about yourself?
0: Yeah, sweating a little bit too, but uh, (laughs) trying to not overuse the AC so I don't have a ridiculous bill here. Yeah, I feel you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what, what else have you been up to?
1: Uh, Not much, man. Just this past uh, few weeks has been pretty busy. The only thing exciting of note, though, is I went to Vegas, where it's even more hot than it is here. Uh, Quite the insane amount outside. But thankfully, there is a pool. Um, So I just hung out there the majority of the weekend.
0: You do a lot of day drinking?
1: Uh, It it goes, you know, casually, (laughs) I guess you could say, or socially but uh, not just because.
0: Yeah, I feel like I always fall asleep after a few (laughs) daytime drinks.
1: And then uh, because of the heat, I feel like uh, the effects are a little bit more so due to to dehydration. Absolutely. try to avoid that as much as I can. (laughs)
0: Yeah. All right. Well, um, well, for me, I just had a low-key weekend. It was one of those weekends where you just, you had a couple of busy weekends beforehand. And so this is the chance to kind of scale back and say, I'm just going to relax, hang out at home, catch up on some shows and stuff like that. So that's kind of what I did, and I'm totally fine with that.
1: I feel you. I just laid low.
0: Yeah. Uh, but uh, in between that, we did get a chance to go to the movies. And uh, we went to go see Mission Impossible Fallout. Or is it MI6 Fallout?
1: Uh, there's no number in the title, there's but it's officially the sixth one. I guess you could say MI6.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it is the sixth movie in this uh, series. And I went to go see it in an IMAX. Did you get to do the same as well?
1: I did. I totally think it was worth it.
0: I think so, too. Uh, I got a chance to use my new AMC uh, A-list. And I was very happy with it. I With that one movie, I got my uh, money's worth. And uh, I really love this movie. Um, for me, I guess the trouble is... I think you had asked me, uh, um, what is my ranking of these movies? And unfortunately, I just, I've watched all these movies when they've come out over the course of the past, I guess, almost 20 years now. Yeah. And uh, so I don't really rewatch them. And so I don't remember what happened in most of these, but I just remember <laughs> loving all of them for the most part. Yeah. So um, I love this one as well. I, I think uh, this is a continuation, it seems like, of the story plus the same director. It was just the first time that that sort of happens. Um, And I had a real blast with this. Great action. Love the fact that, you know, Tom Cruise does his own stunts. And it's just, he just continues to. And it really, it doesn't seem like a movie that, I'm sure there's some CGI in there, but you don't see it. And that's a good thing. You know, it feels like everything is just practical, you know?
1: And it's nice just the fact that this guy is willing to go out of his way to entertain us, risking his life and everything when he doesn't necessarily need to. But it to- totally adds to the, the the realism and the groundedness of these action scenes, uh, which I found was spectacular.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I cannot even tell whether there's a stuntman or if he ever got a stuntman, but it looks like he's doing everything himself.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's amazing.
0: Heard They even left
1: uh, a footage of there where he broke his ankle um, doing a stunt, so they left it in, in the movie, which was kind of funny.
0: Oh, yeah, that made it to the cut. And so when yep. you see him limping in a certain shot, that's legit.
1: Yep, yep. <laughs> For anyone that's questioning whether IMAX was worth it, definitely. Um, especially, to be fair, there wasn't as much IMAX scenes as I expected to be. There's two, right? There's like two major ones. Um, first one was cool, uh, it was more or so just fun, but the last one, which was near the end of the movie, uh, was totally worth it altogether. It totally felt immersive, and that you were, it, it, the way they were shot with IMAX and the aspect ratio totally made you feel like you were there, it's so immersive.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah, I feel like the first one, uh, while it's a good scene, I think the criticism on it is that it doesn't impact the story all that much.
1: Yeah, it was just a cool stunt. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, cool
0: stunt. exactly.
1: Uh, it's very reminiscent of if anyone's played Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, the beginning of that, so. That yeah,
0: cool. and uh, I mean, I don't think it's spoiling it, but they did basically a big dive, a big Halo dive. Is what
1: they call it. So yeah. does
0: that mean that basically Tom Cruise has done the equivalent of one of these military style <laughs> Halo dives? Exactly, yep. That's I'm amazing. So. That is amazing. And then just
1: the fact that they had to get people to go up with them to film everything is uh, <laughs> another, another feet in
0: the Yep, with a giant IMAX camera somehow. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> well,
1: uh, I definitely thought the movie was fully worth it. I could see it being a lot of people's favorites or best, but not my personally. I still think the third one um, is my favorite. I just think the villain in that uh, especially just the best villain of all uh, six movies in the franchise, which makes it up to. This one was, while cool, and then there's some plot twists we kind of expected. Um, uh, it, it, it didn't seem to focus too much on the villains uh, or their motives that much, um, but it just moved along the plot essentially. But even that, even that was intriguing while being a little absurd at times and in terms of its escalation, uh, I still had a great, great time.
0: Do you feel like you really need to have seen the previous movie to sort of enjoy this?
1: Uh, no, you don't need to see the the previous one, but to get a little bit more of the characters, because it definitely is a continuation uh, of, uh, of these characters. They briefly, you know, you don't need to watch the other one because they kind of catch you up on a lot of things, um, especially in terms of the villains and one of the side characters, uh, which carry over from the last movie but I think it helps. It's more of a uh, a companion piece, uh, but not necessary to watch the last one.
0: And I also want to point out this disturbing trend of movies that, uh, basically the trailer shows you all the major action sequences. And unfortunately this is one of them. Now that said, I don't feel like this took out the enjoyment of the film. Whereas I did feel that way in Ant-Man and the Wasp,
1: but it is uh... just
0: a really (laughs) bad trend. And, uh, (laughs) There's a certain character that is supposed to be a big reveal that's in the trailer.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, that's right, that's right. I see which I know which character you're referring. Yeah. to. Yeah. Well, what um, do you feel the the in movie teaser, where you know, you know tradition of all these Mission Impossible's is in the intro credits? It has scenes from the movie.
0: So I had heard about that going in, and I looked downward during the opening <laughs> sequence. <laughs>
1: that's a great way to do it. Okay. okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> but. um you know I think more and more I'm going to take a, a more hard line that when i'm pretty hyped on a movie i 'm gonna just avoid the uh the trails because it's getting out of control now
1: yeah, i agree uh not only that it, not, that they show too much it's just they show it everywhere at the same time, so sometimes you can't even avoid seeing uh a Min- a mission impossible trailer they seem to be popping everywhere compared to <laughs> so- yeah,
0: this was uh <laughs> yeah. particularly bad and. I guess they must have had a huge marketing budget because it was on, like, at least over 60% of the films that I was looking at, probably higher. In yeah. terms of leading up to it, almost every other movie, you know, ha- had this trailer <laughs> attached to it. Yeah,
1: like, oh, stop it. It's enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> too. Like, I could have sworn it was almost like the beginning of the year they showed the, this, at least a teaser for this movie. It was
0: the Super Bowl, wasn't it? Uh, I'm trying to possibly. remember
1: yeah possibly I, I would yeah. it being Super Bowl so yeah <laughs>
0: um,
1: ever since then the nonstop marketing push and I, I guess it worked you know I don't see you know see Tom Cruise as a person that is um, uh, a ticket like what do you call it um, brings people to the theater nowadays <laughs> but just the fact that the that you know the, that this guy is known to do his own stunts and word-of-mouth, Carries this movie more than his uh, his top bill. Like for someone like you and me, it would bring us to the theater because you know he's consistently good in his movies. But absolutely, for the younger generation, yeah, I don't see it pulling in those people. Um, but I can see why they had to push the marketing a lot.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, that makes sense when you put it like that. Um, but I feel like now this franchise kind of it's been around for so long that uh, you have some familiarity with it. You know, yeah. So, yeah, but.
1: You are bound to at least run into one of those during that time.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But highly recommended. I love this movie. I I hope they continue to make more of them. I'm not sure what's going to happen with the series at this point, because mm-hmm. um, it's six movies now, and yeah, you know he's exactly. he's no spring chicken anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, and also, let's see how how well it does in the box office. That's usually the tell if they'll do another one.
0: Yeah, well, it's been doing well so far. I would say.
1: Yeah, I, I guess getting number one, but in terms of maybe it's budget, because I know that because of the delays uh, due to injury, uh, inflated the budget quite a lot. So oh, you know I how see. Much that
0: make. Yeah. Okay, well, that's Mission Impossible Fallout. what's yep, recommended. And also, uh, we went to go see Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Uh, this is a movie that uh, caught me off guard. If you would have just shown me like a still photo of it or maybe a, a trailer without saying anything, I would have been like, oh, that's for kids. <laughs> and it it pretty much is a kid's movie. But there is a ton of jokes that if you've seen a lot of the DC movies or are familiar with the DC characters, you're going to appreciate it. There's a ton of cameos, a lot of like references to movies. And I just I had a blast with this movie. <laughs> I was <laughs> laughing,
1: you know, and was like unexpected surprises absolutely totally catered to the to kids or just based on the out, outside looking in but just based on the jokes it's i feel like it would totally go over the heads of a lot of younger generations or kids i totally wouldn't get it um and it's very self-referential they talk uh do a lot of digs at marvel at dc just the movie making business They do a lot of callbacks to um like the, the 80s the origin of these characters uh, I agree with you. I had a great, great time. The best thing I can say about it—it's kind of like a Deadpool-style movie, but PG, I guess. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess you could say kind of like the Lego movies, very similar. Yes. Um, but more towards like uh, current like superhero movies and the superhero genre specifically. And uh, I know that you and I both totally dug, <laughs> dug it up. There was a lot of jokes that surprisingly, you know, caught us laughing when. You think some of these could be juvenile or for kids, but they managed to make it work. And it had a lot of music in it too, like musical scenes, and I actually enjoyed a lot of it. Um, it didn't; it was none of it was like annoying or anything. It just was uh, played really well with what's going on um, with the with the story. And if anyone doesn't know, it's basically just about the teen Titans. Robin is kind of jealous that everyone's getting a superhero movie, except for himself <laughs> even uh, Alfred was getting a movie i guess <laughs> and not, uh and not robin so um definitely uh an in, uh, interesting plot and it, it serves itself well for these self referential things and things that are happening uh in the movie although i do got to admit when they start going more towards plot wise i didn't find it as enjoyable as when they were doing the uh, third wall breaking stuff or yeah fourth wall
0: i don't know yeah um and, and I actually saw the plot twist like of a, yeah. <laughs> a mile away. And I don't know if that's intentional or not. Like, right. I'm not telling you that I'm, I'm not usually the guy that's like has movies figured out. I'm not usually like that, but I saw this one pretty easily. Um, but again, I don't know if that was intentional. And one thing I want to add that I think because it's a animation movie, 2D animation movie, they get a chance to play around with different styles of artwork in a way that they couldn't do. I don't think if this was a 3DD movie, you know,
1: for sure. And just having things in the background, just Easter eggs, uh, there. <laughs> and I gotta admit, there's, uh, probably one of the best cameos, uh, <laughs> in this movie that you never would expect. Yep. And They kind of make fun of it at the same time. So, uh, definitely enjoyable. Don't let the kitty, I guess, um, art style fool you. It totally works well for adults too, but I think it, Fits more people that are into the superhero genre than just a, ragu- a, a, a usual casual adult. Like if people weren't into maybe comics back in the day or cartoons or certain movies, um, it may not you know, play well with them. I can see that.
0: Yeah, that's the thing is that you really do have to, the enjoyment is getting the Easter eggs, yeah. getting the jokes about DC and the DC movies. So yeah. if you just watch it straight up, you may not get the same level of enjoyment out of it. So that's something to sort of be conscious of.
1: For sure. And you know what? It actually legit makes me want to watch some of the cartoon. I guess that's out of Teen Titans Go, but haven't got a chance to. I'm just curious to see if it holds the same kind of uh, adult content to kid content ratio.
0: Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, any other movies for you, James? Uh,
1: Nothing in terms of movies. Um I do see here that you were going through the Harry Potter series. How's that been?
0: Okay, so th- I'm extremely late to the party, so I'll <laughs> admit that. And I'm even late to the party when this used to be on uh, HBO. And I really <laughs> wish I would have because now I'm starting to rent these. But I just I wanted to get into these movies. Um, oh, it's not I that run. I. Why? It's just it's a piece of pop culture that I'm just completely oblivious to. Mm-hmm. and uh i missed the train i think the story i told was when the first movie came out i had worked uh a long day and it was a midnight showing and i fell asleep during the whole movie and i <laughs> and i was tired and you know that was it
1: i was kind of similar to you where i didn't really get to it till maybe midway through the series mm-hmm. but i remember watching the first movie or at least the idea of watching the first movie is that at that time period, I was like pro uh, Lord of the Rings and Mm -hmm. this is Harry Potter stuff. This is like for kids. And to be fair, it technically is for kids. um, Especially the earlier movies. But uh, after growing up a little bit maturing and allowing me to like other things (laughs) in the process, um, I eventually got into it, but I still want to hear your thoughts because I still think, even now to this day, that the earlier movies do not hold up well and they're overly long, Um, especially the early ones. I feel like they each average around two and a half to three hours or feels like it.
0: Do they get shorter towards the end or what?
1: No, but I think (laughs) they get a little bit more. I don't know. Well, how far are you
0: at right now? So I've watched four of them. Four of them. Okay. So So The Goblet of Fire was the last one.
1: Okay. So, yeah, you're starting to get to the – Eventually, it's starting to get darker from where you're at. And the darker it got, the more these kids grow up and become more adults and mature, I I started to like it more um, as they're stakes now compared to earlier. While they're all stakes in all of them, they all all have elements of darkness. It starts to fully progress into it as they get older.
0: Well, I I actually liked the first one so far the Ah, best. Really? And I know that's not a popular opinion. Like so slow so slow i just you know what i like the aspect of them just being kids yeah. and it it all seems like almost cartoonish in the world right. and it seems so like fantasy and it, it's like a school and you they're going to class yeah. and it's starting <laughs> to go sort of away from that a little yeah. bit into the greater narrative that it's trying to do yeah. um but I enjoyed the first one the best. Mm -hmm. Um, That one, number three, which a lot of people liked, which was um, Prisoner of Azkaban. That's the one that's directed by, um, is it Alfonso Cuaron? Alfonso
1: Cuaron, yep.
0: Yeah. So I saw the movie and I didn't detect anything like that was like, oh man, this this takes it to another level because it's Alfonso Cuaron. Now, I don't know if that's one of his earlier movies. It probably is. American
1: movies anyways. Um,
0: Okay. Um, So it just seemed like another episode in the series to me. So I didn't, you know, and I know that for some people, that's the sort of jumping off point where I was like, okay, now it's starting to ramp up. I didn't see it that way. Actually, I think I liked Goblet of Fire more than I did uh, Prisoner of Azkaban.
1: Yeah. I liked the gimmick of that one better too, where it's all following these
0: sort of games. Yeah, to go through. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was more interesting. It had this sort of Hunger uh, Games vibe to it.
1: Yeah, and I I agree with you. Uh, a lot of people like Prisoner of Azkaban, um, specifically because they like Sirius Black the character.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah,
1: I agree with you. Out of those four that you've seen, yeah, uh, that fifth, uh, fourth one is probably my favorite because it's it's more separated and compared to everything else, where it's focused more on these kind of games aspect and then. The resulting ending of it was pretty dark um, uh, compared to a lot of the movies prior. I still think it's also better than the, probably the next two that you'll see. Um, I see the series, but mm-hmm. I uh, but overall, in my opinion, once you get there, I find the last two movies the best one.
0: Yeah, and, and so
1: leading up to essentially, and they're getting it to, and things have gone to uh, yeah to a, a, a very dark place.
0: In, uh, so I will the- say that. I'm going to continue to watch these movies. I don't think that I'm a converted fan and I'm all about it now that I want to read the books and all these things. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I enjoy their well-made movies. Um, I like the universe that's been built, but I, I'm not like, oh yeah, this is awesome. You know, I'm, I'm older, you know, right? And yeah. so it's like, it doesn't resonate with me the same yeah.
1: way. For when we were, when we were already adults, for the yeah,
0: exactly. But I could see how this would be a huge deal. Like, if you were growing up in that time period, oh man, you'd you'd be all about these movies. You know, it's
1: basically our Lord of the Rings to them. Yeah. Yeah, I still prefer Lord of the Rings over oh, like, for sure. Harry Potter. <laughs> um, Lord of the Rings when we're long, This was like, well, we got something to beat that, which is Harry Potter. So.
0: <laughs> and so I've been uh, renting these on Vudu, which I think has like the cheapest rentals. It's four mm-hmm. bucks. Um, and a couple of times I had gotten a promo for uh, three bucks off. So then I got oh, like nice. two of them for uh, a buck each.
1: Oh, you didn't rent the 4K version?
0: I did, but it cost the same as the, eight, oh,
1: damn, the that's as the 1080p eight.
0: version. Yeah, it costs the same.
1: <laughs> How do those transfers look? Being old movies,
0: um, they're presented in Dolby Vision. Uh, when I did it through my TV app, and it looks good, but it's not like super, super crisp or anything like that. It's just nice and c- clear. And
1: you'll you'll find that a lot of movies shot on film won't look as crisp as. That's
0: probably what it itself. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So, like, film will always have, like, that old school kind of slight grain to it. Right. um, Which gives it that look. Um, Yeah. A lot of movies have transitioned to all digital, yet, purely for stylistic purposes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And also, which is interesting if you're trying to catch up with this series, is they now put labels or number labels in the, like, photo tiles. (laughs) Because I don't know the order of these movies. And so this is very helpful to me because it's, like, It'll say like year one or one or something like that. And so that's very helpful to me because off the top of my head, I don't even know what the next one is called. You? Uh,
1: I think it's Order of the Phoenix. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Order of the Phoenix. Okay. Uh, and then uh, the Half Blood Prince. And then it should be the last two uh, Deathly Hollows. Got well, it. Quite a lot,
0: too. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> I know all about it. Um, yeah.
0: So yeah, I'm gonna continue to watch this, and uh, I'll report back on what I what I see.
1: Sure, you're gonna be a Harry Pothead soon enough. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, all right, and TV shows. Anything you've been watching, James?
1: Uh, recently on Netflix, Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black, I'm sorry. Yeah, recently came back uh, for season five or six now. I forgot wow. I can't believe it's It's been sad. quite a while, but yeah, um, so far, I've seen almost uh, the whole series, where I think we're on episode 10 out of 13, so we're almost done. And I quite enjoy it. It's, uh, it's not the same as the last season, which was they changed stylistically, where last season, the whole series took place within three days. Um, during this major event that happened. Uh, This new one is kind of like a reset, reboot of the series, I think, because they kind of start fresh somewhere else due to the events of the fallout of the last movie. I don't want to say if you haven't seen the last one, but it just feels like a uh, reset of the series. Okay. Uh, Which I quite enjoy. There's a lot of new characters uh, which are intriguing. Uh, Where these characters are right now is also intriguing. So uh, quite still a solid season uh, so far.
0: Man, this is a show that I really liked, um, but somehow I got busy and I stopped at season two. I don't even Mm -hmm. think I finished season two. And it's just, there's so many shows. Like, James, how do you manage, like, to uh, see and keep on top of the shows that you want? Like, I feel, like, sometimes so overwhelmed by, like, Mm -hmm. there's so many things to watch. And it's, like, if I try to watch them one episode at a time and spread them out. You'll never get done that way. It's yeah, like you have to long. commit. You have to commit <laughs> to one. You got to decide to go to one show right. and then work on that, you know? I feel
1: like it's easier if you're caught up, uh, spe- specifically on the weekly shows. I wouldn't say the Netflix stuff, but the weekly shows, because all you need to do is just that one day, that one half hour to an hour for the new episode. Um, yeah. But if it's something that you're trying to just like keep up with and catch up in general, that might be a little hard because then you got to find time to go burn through all of them. Um, so I like to stay up to date uh, in most cases. The Netflix binge stuff uh, for me makes it easy because I can just go roll right into the next episode and just dedicate a day to just watch this series get as far as I can. Uh, and then on the like specifically on the days that uh, new series has come back, for example, Better Call Saul just came back. Super excited for that. I'm um, going to watch that today. Even though it came out yesterday, I don't need to watch it the day it came out. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely some time management and then coordinating with, you know, so your significant other, what they want to watch at the same time. Uh, Cause sometimes you can't progress without them either. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I, as long as you're up to date, I find that it's easier. But if it's, you're so far behind on everything, it's going to be kind of hard unless you commit to finishing one first and moving on to another.
0: Yeah. Then I almost feel like fatigue because like, let's say, the, yeah, the let's show. say I want to take this show, for example, like, I have to then watch five seasons worth of stuff or whatever.
1: And <laughs> yeah. that's a
0: lot of like one, one type of series, you know what I yeah, mean? And so sure. then in, in the process of you go into the palate cleanser, then it's like you forget about going to the other one and,
1: oh yeah, And you man. forget what happens.
0: Yeah, So that's why, yeah, I
1: try to stay up to date as much as possible. And then there's usually lulls that, that specifically after fall or at least beginning of summer where, there's no new shows out, or it's like a summer break for a lot of them, and then I uh, usually will catch up all the ones that I'm behind on. Um, but that's me. So everyone has their own thing and does their own way, but that's how I do. I just try to stay up to date as possible.
0: So then, did you end up finishing this season?
1: Uh, I'm o- about three episodes away to finish. So okay. Almost done. Yeah. And there's another Netflix series coming out anytime soon to, uh, outside of Iron Fist, which is in September. So I have a lot of time for Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the ones I'm watching, going to be watching, is stuff that are weekly uh, uh, episodes. So just gotta catch them the next following day.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you think that this is one of the standout seasons, or what? Uh,
1: I would say so. It's not. I don't think it's better content-wise than the last one. Uh, last one was pretty intense and crazy. But uh, like I mentioned before, it's a little bit of a reboot, so it feels kind of refreshing because you're getting a whole new. Um, set of cast members and situations uh compared to uh, a long-going arc from the last few seasons so it's kind of new
0: all right mm-hmm. well that's orange is the new black and that's about it for us on uh, movies and tv um let's i think before we get into uh, video games James, i want to hit on this piece of news which is i think my news of the week just to stay on on topic here on trend sure which is a movie pass and uh, kind of, it continues to evolve. It is like a Pokemon that keeps evolving (laughs) only. It keeps getting worse each time. (laughs) Um, So basically uh, I think it was at the beginning of this week, they announced that they are going to trim down to three movies uh, a month. Yep. And, uh, or 10 a month, I guess. Uh, three movies? Yeah, three movies. Three I'm movies. sorry. Yeah. And that's in addition to them raising the price, which we didn't talk about, yep, to $15. $15. Yep. Um, James, what do you think about this?
1: Uh, yeah, definitely a shell of what it used to be and its initial prospects. Uh, still technically a quote-unquote good deal. One movie and you kind of made up for it. Um, I guess it's trying to be competitive with the other similar um, low-cost subscription-based systems out there now, specifically, I think, Cinemia or whatever. Um, I don't know how to pronounce that. But uh, it still falls behind in the aspect that some movies will still be blocked. Um, At least they take away the surge pricing for those
0: Yeah, that's uh, the big thing that I think if you wanted to go to one of these budget-type plans... Mm -hmm. it's it's worth noting is that you do not have to deal with surge pricing yeah um when you do do these but if you're trying to like like is there a cutoff point for when the 999 plans are going to transform to 15 or no i don't
1: know i don't know how if they're grandfathering it or is it new new customers only so not 100 percent sure on that but uh the people with e-ticketing still are not affected though so if you have a landmark in la Uh, You still get to see all the new movies and reservations. Uh, Still only three movies uh, and no surge pricing, but everyone else for every other theater, um, it's gonna be majority of movies, not all movies. Some may still be blacked out um, for the first week or two. But overall, I guess if you have like smaller theaters nearby, no AMC, um, it's still technically a good deal for you out there. Uh, but in the metropolitan areas, there seems to be a lot more options. For you. Now
0: for me, 15 bucks at that point, you're $5 away from the AMC a list. And to me, $5 for better benefits and technically right. more movies. But,
1: but the thing is, it's not AMC is not everywhere uh, for everybody. Okay. That's, that's, I for, that's uh, fair people out there. AMC is still the main limitation of that is that it's only AMC theaters. Yeah. Um, compared to MoviePass uh, in its prime, <laughs> can you still you can or even now I guess you could technically go anywhere, uh, which is the main benefit of it. Although you do got to go over a little bit of hoops with um, checking in and buying in person. I think Cinemaya is the same process. Uh, I think if you were if I, at this model, which is very similar to C- Cinemaya, anyways, might as well do Cinemaya because you could do premium screenings for the same cost. It's three movies for fifteen bucks, uh, but you can uh, you could do premium showings, which is in uh, any theater as well. Now you could do reservations, which is nice. So um, that that with that being said, though, if people are still on Movie Pass and doesn't have much of those kind of theaters, uh, it's you know it's still cheaper than buy, going to three movies separately. I
0: guess. Better than nothing. So, James, you were a pioneer of MoviePass when it mm-hmm. jumped on. Yep. Uh, and you were notorious for saying that you would ride it till the wheels fell off. Yes. Have the wheels fallen off for you? Uh, yes.
1: It's pretty much <laughs> full, full tilt here. Uh, I guess I'm one of the people that maybe ca- caused it to go down <laughs> in a sense that I, I used it quite often and uh, watched multiple movies multiple times. And I guess, you know, these plan wasn't meant for someone like me.
0: No, but you weren't taking advantage of it though. You weren't like selling your ticket or doing anything crazy. Yeah. The
1: the, um, exploitive stuff. It's just
0: that. Yeah. You were using the way it's supposed to.
1: Yeah. It's technically not meant for people that were planning to use it like all the time, I guess it's like they were hoping for at least three to four times a month, not like, I don't know, eight or something like that. So I, I can see where they lost a lot of money, but I got my good use of it. I felt like I got totally got my money's worth. Um, uh, if not a lot more uh, especially since I started early when they first started the plan and it's sad to see it go uh, but there's other options for me and at least you could say that MoviePass is the one that pioneered this whole subscription model and got it rolling for other competitors to uh, enha- enhance that formula
0: uh, Absolutely I, I do think that they're going to go down as one of these companies like a MySpace where they didn't invent or they invented something big but they didn't have the you know, resources or for whatever, whatever reason to kind of take it to that next level. But they opened the doors for a lot of other people to do it. And uh, so, yeah, um, I'm off of it and uh, you're off of it. And so, you know, it's Mm -hmm. been it's been a long up and down sort of journey for a long roller coaster of events here.
1: But it gave us our money's worth. That's the more important thing.
0: For sure. For sure. Um, one of the interviews, I, I, I think I remember hearing someone said that they thought of it like a gym membership that, you know, you sign up for the gym in the beginning, you're pretty excited to go. But then a lot of people don't end up using it that much. Yeah. And so they kind of thought it would be like that, that uh, they weren't going to use it that much. And they would sort of make the numbers work that way. But it, it had the opposite and people were just <laughs> gung ho <laughs> about it, you know, yeah. <laughs> they're like, yep,
1: because they, so, I don't know, quadrupled the amount of subscri- subscription, uh, but not not enough they didn't have enough to, to maintain all those people. So yeah, yeah. Good and bad on their end. So we'll see how it happens. I'll be surprised if it lasts through the end of the year.
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously. I think these changes are just too much and uh, just people are starting to see the writing on the wall. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. All right. Well, let's get into some video game talk then James. Yeah. Um, what have you been playing?
1: Uh... I'm still just continuing on on Yoku's Island Express. I haven't been playing anything major or two time commitment wise. This game I could just jump in anytime and just uh, get progress a little bit because there's constant saving on that. But still highly enjoyed this game. I love the puzzle I'm sorry, the pinball aspect of it. Uh, it keeps it new and refreshing every time I get to a new section. Um, and then I just basically playing pinball to progress and I am quite enjoying this formula and I hope other games or other clone style games where it's pinball <laughs> pinball adventure focused uh keeps going on but nothing else exi- outside of that what about you
0: well uh, i did download this and I'll, i'm gonna play it at some point but uh so i made the one step of getting <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: closer to playing this but uh yeah. let, me, let
1: me know what you think of it once you do
0: yeah um so a few months ago for my birthday, you got me Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And I finally got a chance to sort of uh, boot this up and, and put some serious progress into it. And uh, I think this is a really cool game for me to come right off of Passing God of War. Because mm-hmm. it's the similar mythology of the Norse mythology. And so when they're repeating these characters and the gods, I already knew some of these names. And they wow. didn't catch me as off guard. And I was like, so
1: it's also Norse mythology in this game.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have started yet, So I'm excited. Oh yeah. That. Yeah. So they're talking about like going to Helheim and uh, they're talking about uh, the different gods and uh, the Titans. Um, or I think they were called the giants in uh, Nor- Norse mythology. And so it was really cool. Cause I'm like, Oh cool. I know who those characters are. It was kind of like getting the references there. And in addition to that, though, they have little like I guess these would be the equivalent of um, like a uh, audio logs, mm-hmm. but it's a little stone where it tells you a little bit of the mythology, which is pretty oh. cool.
1: Of and real mythology or in-game lore
0: mythology? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's supposed to be that mythology. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know to be honest with you, but. It's within so, the game, at least.
1: So outside the north mythology, uh, set this up for me. What exactly is this game about? Okay, so All this right, is... And in, uh, with headphones. Yeah, so
0: I it does that. recommend that. But um, here's the thing. So uh, this show or this movie, I'm sorry, this video game, they give you the little disclaimer up front that, oh, we recommend you wear with headphones uh, to get the full experience. And we've consulted with... Uh, what is it what is it called when you have multiple personalities James what is that thing called uh, um, there's a certain word for it yeah, I forgot what the word is for or uh, or something like that like but they consulted with like experts in that field of like hearing sort of voices in your head mm-hmm. and that's what ends up happening when you follow this main character you're hearing her inner thoughts which are very chaotic and there's like people whispering and things like that. And when, when she doubts herself, you hear her thoughts. And, and they give you that effect pretty like, almost Almost oh. too realistic. And it, it becomes very overbearing and a little intense. What's uh, like the intention? I, it is, but it doesn't uh, make me want to have long playthroughs. Uh, okay. Because it's a bit uh, exhausting, like a little right. mentally exhausting. Right. Because you're trying to figure out what's going <laughs> yeah. on in the game. And then uh, you're like, don't go there. That, she, she doesn't want to go there. She's scared. And, you know, it's like you're hearing all these things in your ears, and it, it does create this tension of, like, what's going on? Should I believe the voices in her head? Do I do the opposite? But it's just, it's a lot of, uh, I'm going to use a key word here, but cognitive load here on me. And uh, it's, it's like I don't want to play it in long stretches. I see <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so far what you've been playing pretty cool or yeah uh,
0: amazing graphics okay. i will say this is more of an interactive story than a full-on video game because okay. uh it's pretty light on the mechanics of the game okay um you're you're very much in this world and, and you're following this character and also the the camera mm-hmm. boy if you talk about god of war being uh too close in a third <laughs> person to uh the character. This is probably double that, James. <laughs> yeah.
1: Is
0: there huh? Is there combat in this game? Yes. Okay. But it's <laughs> very simplistic. It's like a heavy, a light. You gotta dodge and uh your parries. And
1: uh is the game difficult? That requires me to lower the difficulty.
0: Um. Okay. So. If you're good at dodging attacks in those type of games and you got the rhythm down, I think it should be fine. If anything, I do feel like basic enemies have a little too much health for my taste. You're like, okay, come on. I'm like whooping on this guy, you know, with my sword a bunch of times. It's like, die already, you know? (laughs) Um, So I ended up dying a couple of times. And I'm like, you know what? If this is an interactive story, let me just enjoy it. And so I did knock down the difficulty. Um, and I'm having a lot easier time with it now. You can probably deal with the standard one. I think you would be fine if you, you tend to be good at those like Batman type games where you can like dodge it. Right. Um, there's a little light when you should be dodging a move and things like that. Wow, Look at the yeah. indicator. Yeah, there's one when you should dodge, and there's one when you should block or something like that. I see. Um, but like I don't, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not good at those things, <laughs> and so this is easy operation. So I got to set it on easy. And uh, and then so you have a couple of moments when you are in your little closed off arena and you have, you know, maybe five, six dudes that you got to fight. And then all it is that you're doing is either finding your little stone where you get your lore, or identifying like certain symbols to open up a puzzle. Right. Mm -hmm. So like it shows you a symbol of like, let's say it looks like a letter K. Then you got to find like some tree branches that look like that. Oh, and then it'll unlock the door. And that's pretty much the game, dude. <laughs> and and so it, it is really is about like, when in between you going to all these things, you hear the story, there's another character that's talking to you. Um, and it's just like the journey of exploring this kind of crazy place and wondering how she got there and what she's doing and hearing these thoughts. But... That's, yeah, that's pretty much the game. And I would say I'm about four chapters in. And each one would probably take you, I think it's taken me about an hour or so. Because I just, I want to, the achievements are pretty easy. The only one that you can miss is if you don't find all the little lore tabs. So I kind of take a little bit more time to explore. But I feel, yeah, but I feel like if you were just mainlining it, you can probably get through this game pretty quick. It's not a long game from what I understand.
1: Yeah, yeah. Excited to start that. I just need to be in the mood for it.
0: it seems kind of dark. Uh, yes, yes. You do have to be in the mood for it, and then you might want to have like a palate cleanser afterwards, and that's what <laughs> I would do. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. and Speaking of that, did you try Cuphead? I saw. I did, it and it. I'm I'm surprised that I hadn't mentioned this sooner. But when you saw me playing it, that wasn't the first time I, I played it. That was probably uh, like the second or the third time. But I guess okay. I hadn't had a chance to talk about it here. Um, I, I like this game, but the my complaint with it is that I don't like that it's a boss rush game. Mm-hmm. I would just want to play through cool levels. There are levels, though. Just but like, not all of them are levels. Them. Like I, I yeah. came through one particular boss that I was playing the other day where it's like you enter that mode and there's the boss right there. <laughs> right there. And you're just like, <laughs> okay, here we are.
1: <laughs> so you like the lead up to it.
0: Yeah, I like the lead up to it. Also, I don't like the fact that uh, you have to pick your like perks in advance. I wish it was like those old games of the past where you would come on, on, on these power ups in the world themselves, right? right and right. you would find them there. You're like, oh, well, now I got the spread weapon or I got the laser. Yeah, you have um, to purchase it
1: and use it. Yeah. yeah. yeah makes sense.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, but it's just, I love the music, I love the that graphics on cool. it. You yeah. know what's
1: kind of funny? I, I would sometimes on Spotify go on the Cuphead soundtrack, just use it for relaxing music.
0: That's it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah. Pretty What do
1: you think of the art style?
0: I love the art style. Um, it's beautiful. It's just, it's a great game. Um, it's just, it's a little difficult, and but it is something that you can pop in there very quickly, and yeah. it really does force you to learn the combat system. Yeah. Not the combat system, but the patterns.
1: Yeah, and I think... Uh... Even though it's hard, I think it's not as frustrating because the levels are so short. Even the boss rushes, I think. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, even the ones where you die quite often, it's no longer than two minutes and you catch up to where you are previously pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, it's all pattern learning, just like the old school games. Uh, and getting the timing with pairing uh, is the main key on there. But I quite enjoy the challenge of this game. We should try co op one day when I stop, maybe when I come by.
0: Yep, that sounds good. And uh, lastly, I've been playing uh, the summer event in Destiny. And this is just something that is meant to celebrate everything that has happened up until the point of this new expansion that's going to be released. And so you get, like, little points for making major milestones in the game. And then they give you this set of armor that, you know, Destiny is a game about grinding. And, oh, boy, you have to grind to get these armors to you got to turn them from basically being a common class item into a legendary status and you do that by replaying missions by uh, concentrating on a single element to get orbs by going into multiplayer and it really forces you to kind of play the game in a way that i like to do which is just mindless and you just get home from work like i did that last night man and i was just like turned off my brain and i was just like you know because it wasn't new content right it was just like all right, yeah, I got to just get these mana kills. I'm just got to farm this. And right. and so it's a fun sort of like just chill and do It's a long grind though. I don't know if I'll finish it. I think you have a month to do it. I don't know if I'll be able to finish it by then. Uh, but then it gives you pretty cool looking armor. And it's a nice way to. Uh, oh, well, you know what they did too is that they did remixes of uh, campaign missions.
1: Mm.
0: And so. I played these by myself because I didn't find anyone that I was on that I knew that was on. And I'm telling you, it felt like I was playing. Remember Legendary Difficulty in Halo? Yeah. It felt like that when you're taking on that content by yourself. I felt like if it was with people, <laughs> with other people, we blow through it pretty quickly. But right. it was tough, but in a fun way that, like, I was like, damn, this is tough, but reasonable. Like, you can do this. Okay. I and uh, yeah, that's so nice. it's, it's pretty cool. And that's going on right now. Um, if you want to grind through it and uh, yeah, cool,
1: sounds fun. Destiny 2 summer events only for that
0: yeah. month, you said? Yeah, I, I probably it's going to coincide with like uh, a week before the expansion comes out in September. Cool. Yeah, yeah, all right. Well, uh, let's get into uh, the remaining news of the week, James. What do you want to share with us? Uh, this past
1: weekend was an uh, event called Evolution or twenty eighteen. This is an event that uh, you and I went to last year. We unfortunately didn't, it wasn't April tenth this year, but yes. uh, generally it's a big fighting game community event uh, where best fighters from around the world play uh, fighting games and to be the number one of this year. And alongside with that, it's also usually a time when they announce uh, lots of new things for these fighting games. So I'm going to go through a lot of them. Just let me know your quick thoughts on them. And uh, But there was a, quite a few that these are the ones that specifically caught my eye. Um, for Smash Brothers, this new one is coming out to Switch. They announced three new characters for them. Uh, Simon and Richter Belmont from Castlevania. Okay. And King K. Cool from Donkey Kong.
0: It's K. Rule, Like he's K. Rool.
1: K. I'm sorry. I triggered you that. <laughs> 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 K. K. So yeah, cool additions. I would never expect them to be uh, in uh, the series. This new Smash has been, actually all these fighters except for Street Fighter has been introducing these wild crossovers that uh, you would never expect. So uh, cool addition to anyone that likes Smash. Uh, your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, you know, like originally when this Smash was first announced, I thought it was just gonna be a, a, a Wii U uh, port. But this is really, they're really making a ton of changes. And they're really including so much stuff. I, li- I love Castlevania. And so, like, these characters got me hyped. Yeah. And there's just, like, the ton of changes that are going to do to it. Now, ultimately, though, here's the thing. I don't think it's going to change the basic structure of a Smash Brothers, which is just try to hit people off until they fall on right. the map. Right. And I don't like that style. And, you know, it's it's just... Like, if I had a switch, I would probably buy it because it's like I want to see the fan service, I want to see the the cool artwork. But I'm never gonna get into it on the competitive thing. I'm never gonna like that. I gotta get a, a, a controller because by the way, they do have a special edition that was announced that is gonna bundle in. Switch? No, 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 uh, of the game that's gonna include a GameCube controller. I see. Yeah, I see. interesting,
1: huh? But not a not a switch.
0: Uh, no, not yet. Not that I saw. Um okay. I, I just saw the artwork of the box which was including it was a black painted um GameCube controller because somehow, someway that became the the best controller ever for that game. Uh, I've never had a GameCube, so I never know, but Oh <laughs> Yeah. I did have uh, a GameCube and let me tell you, that is not a good controller when you're playing third party games. Uh
1: yeah, I, I could. all the Nintendo controllers outside the most recent one where it's kind of back to the classic Super Nintendo style has been kind of weird for me personally. So um, yeah, I'm definitely going to get this game day one. Maybe we can give it a shot and we'll see how much fun we can have it just learning this basic gameplay style. Definitely different than what we're used to, but there's so many characters just to try out just for fun. So,
0: Yeah, that's like a kind of game somebody over and you have some beer and just like messing around, pressing buttons, Party you know? Again. Yeah, Party absolutely. Again. I agree. But like so the way people get competitive with it and when they turn off the items, to me, that's the fun of the game seeing the, yeah, the spectacular yeah. moves. You know? Yeah,
1: I think, I think that's why I love fans like that Melee one because it seems specifically competitive-focused. But I doubt it's going to be like that for this new one because there's so many characters. It's, I doubt it's possible to balance all that. So uh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, next one uh, is for two games, actually. Uh, one is this SNK game. It's actually a female fighting game called SNK Hero- Heroine Fighter. And uh, this, new ga- this fighting game that's based on Street Fighter EX series called Fighter Layer EX. Uh, and it's been announced that Terry Bogart has been announced for both of them. Uh, <laughs> this Terry Bogart is one of my all-time favorite characters of any fighter. And I'm, like, I'm pretty hyped to see that he's joining along these other games out there. Uh, fighting Layer EX, which is a PlayStation exclusive, um, kind of cool to see because that's originally a street fighter style game so it's nice that he's on there but what's funny is on the snk heroine fighter it's basically a female terry Bogard in there so it's just as think of terry bogart as a girl and uh that's how he is in that game
0: <laughs> yeah this is pretty cool um you know this ex fighting layer a fighting layer ex this is a game that i wanted to play but I had no idea was out already. And <laughs> it turns out it has been out for a while. And in fact, it was on sale recently, but I didn't get a chance to pick it up because uh-huh. I didn't have my PS Plus activated to get the best discount on it. Uh-huh. Um, but like, I really want to play this game. Um, but it's Don't just one of those I'm things that, you know, we got to renew our, uh, our the passes. the barrier of entry. Yeah, we got to renew our passes. So then plus the cost of the game. And it's like, okay, do, do I like it that much? <laughs> know. You know? know. <laughs> True.
1: So, something to consider. Uh, SNK Heroin, F- Heroin Fighter is coming to all consoles, which, uh, if it gets good, you get good ratings, uh, that's something we can consider as well. It seems like it's an all female, all SNK female cast. So, I guess it's kind of like they're dead or
0: alive. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm interested in this. Uh, they make pretty solid games. I never yeah. got a chance to pick up that King of Fighters I wanted to. Uh, so good. Yeah, it never reached a low enough price point for me. I feel like 20 bucks is my number on that. Um, On to the next one,
1: which is Street Fighter V. Uh, they announced uh, some new set of characters for Sagat. He's yes, cool. yes. His new look looks pretty awesome. Uh, he has kind of like this tiger with him, and then he kind of has kind of like kind of a drifter look to him. Kind of yeah, rice.
0: it's a it's a great costume. Yeah,
1: great costume. So he looks he looks beast, and this other character, which looks interesting, kind of like I don't know, a, a buff Abraham looking looking dude. Yeah,
0: that's cr- he's and, a corny character, uh, like a uh, you know. <laughs> I'll put him up there with one of these characters. That's kind of crazy. Like uh, what's the character that's like fights with one hand tied behind his back. Oh yeah. Ororo or something. Yeah. Oro, Oro. 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 Yeah. But uh, you know, Street fighter five does have these type of weird characters though. Um, And so he looks interesting. And it's like, if you got the season pass, go for it. Um, And here's another one, another game that I got, I want to play this game, man. But uh, you know, I, I, it, Number one, I wanted it to go on sale because uh, I want to get that plus costumes, uh-huh. you know, kind of like we did for uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. Right. And But you get the same situation. I got to renew my PS plus And it's like, no uh.
1: <laughs> And uh, the Capcom costumes are never cheap. So that's a drawback. Uh, and they nickel and dime you because even with the season pass, you don't get the costumes. So I was like. Yeah. And is, I just. They're not like part of the season pass of the the last one. It's It's another season pass. I don't know, season three or four. That you to get these characters. I just so. think
0: it's so BS that like you, they came out with that arcade edition and it did not include the season three characters.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's, that's how they get you, man, and that's uh, their motive ever for longest time. So
0: yeah, so that's why I feel like I want to wait till both of those lower the price, right, so I can get those for a pretty good deal. And it's starting to get there. I, I have seen that at least the physical copy has gone on sale. Right. Um, but f-
1: I, you got it though.
0: What? That you have Street Fighter Five. No. I had okay. I had the base version. You were thinking of getting it. I see I, I had uh, the base version. It. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah.
1: Makes sense. But yeah, Sagat looks beast. And last but not least, uh, in the Tekken series, they announced two uh, fan favorite returning, which is Anna Williams and Lei Wu Long, the Jackie Chan esque character. What do you think
0: of those two? Well, I'm surprised Anna Williams wasn't in there already. She is uh, the uh, the kind of copycat character of Nina Williams, Nina. correct? Yep. Okay. Yep. And, um, and then also Lei Wu Long, again, I'm surprised he was not in there either. Yeah. He's the Jackie yeah, Chan one. Her. He's the, one of the more classic characters. I used to yeah. use him a lot back in the day, not so much now. That's another game that I haven't. All the, I think this is the trend, of basically, that you're seeing in me, James, is that I don't get these fighting games at launch because I know that you got to get the the super expensive edition, and I'm not going to be doing 100 bucks a pop. So i got to <laughs> wait for these things to come down cheap when and I can I get everything.
1: Like the newest trends with these new fighters is that there's never going to be complete. It's not treated like platforms. So that I don't think there's ever going to be a complete version.
0: Unfortunately, yes, but when you do get to a game like, or to a series like Mortal Kombat, and um, the Injustice, Injustice. you can wait for that. Those can, yeah. Those Those can, but you're right, Uh, like, there will never be a complete series for uh, this, you know, Street Fighter or Tekken, it seems like. Yeah, it seems like they just
1: keep adding to it, because I don't think they want to make another Street Fighter, essentially. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and the most surprising addition uh, to go along with the other random guest characters, is they're adding Negan from *Walking Dead*. What a odd and out there, bizarre choice. Uh, weird, to the, fun to see, I guess. But um, it's cool to see that Tekken is doing wild things like that, where they'll have you know uh, Noctis from *Final Fantasy* in there, Geese, which was uh, was pretty hyped last year when they announced them. Um, who else was it? Akuma? Yeah, uh, just being there from launch it's kind of wild to see in the Tekken game you know so uh cool that they keep doing that and I'm looking forward to all these new characters man yeah Yeah. get them that's the only
0: thing I didn't even know who Negan was um until you mentioned it because I have fallen off the the wagon on uh Walking Dead but uh that's pretty cool and it's just a weird pick but when you were naming down those other characters i'm like dad this is it's really good roster here for this tekken game and it's like yeah, for sure I, I gotta get in on this
1: yeah and uh yeah these fighting games man at least they've been coming back and they came back strong especially tekken um i am surprised how people still like that style game and it still plays really well and holds up and the, the little changes while min- minimal they feel minimal or actually quite a lot like especially those like final hit things yeah that's so much hype just spectating wise um but yeah let's uh let's maybe pick them up when they're on sale though
0: <laughs> yeah for sure
1: and that's it for
0: me on news and that's gonna be it for me as well anything else you want to mention james
1: uh, i'd like to thank facehugger as always for providing us with our bumper music check him out on his uh twitter which will be linked in the description
0: Okay, and if you want to leave us any show feedback, you can send that at qa at gmail.com or easy-operations.com. That's our anchor website.
1: All right, man. Have a good night.
0: Okay, good night, James.